0: This is Cross-Culture. Do you know how we like to start? I don't like it. It's what? Cross-Culture. It's what?
1: Cross-Culture. It's what? Cross-culture, 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 Cross we're back do, again, do. we're back again guys Hi everybody, we missed y'all, it's been a minute. It's been a hot, hot,
0: hot minute, it's been a while We
1: sorry, that's my, I, I say this is my fault this time, cause I was, was I was definitely sick for like two weeks Okay So, that's on me Blame it on me. I
0: mean, life happens, and then you know, I had car issues and stuff, so I couldn't come to record.
1: That's my
0: but y'all own. get it, y'all understand. I hope y'all listen to the last episode that we, you know, released. That was like over two hours long, yeah. You, you know, know
1: what I'm saying? We, we spent some time on that, and we wanted to let it marinate.
0: And I always like to bring up the fact that we have over 100 episodes, so. Even if you've listened to everything, I'm sure you could still go back and listen to, like, episode 26.
1: We're definitely coming up on 150. I just don't want to be, like, those people that celebrate everything. But also, we're those people that celebrate everything. Okay, it's absolutely
0: worth it. But, um, hi, everyone. My name is Erica Mona.
1: My name is Damio, and this is Cross-Cultured. Erica, what was your highlight?
0: Highlight, uh, my son started daycare. Yay, yeah. that's a nice milestone. I'm definitely that mom that would cry, maybe when he starts a new grade every year. Like, I'm just, I don't know, you I probably like maybe not every year, but like major, like, oh, he's going to high school, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or like, he's going to a oh, girl college, oh my
1: god, yeah, you gonna cry for that kindergarten, mm-hmm. high school. God, man, I'm you just know, like wow. Maybe middle school, maybe the yeah, circulates.
0: right. But I was just, I was so proud of him. He did well. He didn't cry. He wasn't clingy. Girl, he barely, he barely said bye. He was like ready. When we walked into the classroom, he was like a little bit hesitant, like looking like what's going on, like where am I? Then he saw the kids, and he was like ooh.
1: Let he me just like, go Gang gang you know.
0: He literally went to the kids And I was like Trying to like Stick around And like give him a hug And kiss Girl he didn't even look my way
1: You thought he was gonna Give you that love. I, Right You know Cue the music Girl Nope Nope no. Uh, but you rather that than the other way. I hear that a lot. That other way, I heard it a lot. That's yeah, too much. like it's sometimes too much.
0: they call a the parent back. To you have this to, day. yeah.
1: Because it's, it's it becomes traumatic after a point. They like, say
0: some kids cry all day. Yeah,
1: like Ooh. from like there's no. I remember I taught a kid like that. Oh my god! Ironically, he was actually like family, family of the daycare owners too. So it, was, okay. it wasn't even like he wasn't around people he didn't know. Mm-hmm. It was like he just wanted his mom. Yeah. So literally from seven a.m. To 3 p.m. whenever. He cried? He's crying the wow. whole
0: day. Yeah, I, I'm definitely happy. I'm also happy that, I, you know, I waited to this level, like that he's 18 months. I'm mm-hmm. glad that I had the opportunity to have him with me. Yeah. I know sometimes women, you know, moms don't have the opportunity. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely grateful that I, had, I have a work from home job that he was, you know, able to stay with me. Even though it's still hard, but... I could imagine, like at six weeks, you're taking baby to daycare, especially yeah. if that's something that's something you're not ready for as yeah. a mom, you know. Um, so I'm proud of him, super proud. Um, I think it's good for both of us because it's like, okay, we both need some time away, right. you know. I feel like he also is like, yeah, mom, I'm with you all the time. Like, ah. let me be free. <laughs> so that's definitely, um, that was a highlight. What about you?
1: Well, you know, it's been a lot, but. You know, I um my birthday is next week, so okay. that's something to look forward to. That's, you know, that's it for me, really. It's been really a monotonous two weeks. I've just been pushing through being sick, still trying to get through work, do everything. I read like that. But I'm excited that I am about to turn the big 2-9. Okay, your last year in your 20s. Mm-hmm. Girl, time be flying. Down and down. I feel like, wow, I was just doing my sweet 16 or whatever. Yeah, I you took you th- all the
0: way to Sweet I don't remember
1: my tenth birthday. Your tenth birthday? What you do? Nothing. I just remember just the conversation. <laughs> of Me being ten. Ten. Okay.
0: Okay. I don't know if I remember my tenth birthday. Actually, I don't think I do. Okay, that's cool. That's good. Um, so let's get into it. Um, Dami, how do we like to start? We like to start with the hot topic. topics. A lot of things has been going on. Um, this one is actually something major. So currently there is a major flood going on in Nigeria. It's been going on for a couple of days. At least 600 people and 1. 600 people killed and 1.4 million people have been displaced in the nation's floods. You see um, videos on social media of people like crossing, you know, the flood and yeah. you know they're all holding on to a rope. You know, and this is this is really quite sad. They say the flood happened because Cameroon lets out water excess from the Lagdo Dam. That's crazy. Records indicate that Cameroon and Nigeria were supposed to build two dams at in- inception, such that the Nigerian dam, known as Dasin Hausa Dam, which was to be in Adamawa State, would contain the water. However, this shit, it didn't happen. And this is where we talk about
2: infrastructure,
0: because one of the ministers of yeah. Nigeria, he was like, Oh, you know, you could only blame the flood on God. Like this is a, a God thing. It's a natural disaster. Not they said
1: it's just a natural disaster. And it's
0: like what? No, like no, not everything is. Oh, please God. No, like at all, like. This is crazy. This flooding has destroyed millions of farm produce, thousands of properties. It has disrupted fuel and power supply and is now washing corpse out of cemeteries. Ah, That's, that's crazy. We definitely need better disaster prediction models and proper planning and infrastructure. Um, this is one of the worst floods that's happened in the history of the nation. Um, 31 out of 36 states are flooded.
1: And these are real, this is deep flood. It's right? not a small and flood, though. You know, this is this is like this is when we don't know what to say, but this is when we, as, as like social media, talk about like if this was France, if this was Paris, if this was like
2: it would be everywhere, shit,
1: Peru, anywhere, it would be uh say Peru, flood pray, pray for, pray for, for, for parents, Peru, parents. and it's like wow, nobody's even really talking about this. And mind you, this is Nigeria. This is this this is the country of the last last that everybody throw in. They, in this is Africa's giant. This is yeah. This is like everything we right here 2 weeks away from Wakanda and them coming back out and this is a moment for real life superheroes to come through to Africa and do something about it so please y'all i don't know what we really could do but at least bring awareness to i it.
0: think at this point i'm at the stage i'm at the stage of like i'm tired of saying what can people do i'm tired of saying oh um other nations america the us the western world why they not doing anything no they really. go through their own shit, too. There's a war going on between Russia and Ukraine that's affecting us as American, you know, citizens. Yeah. the f- um, Petrol is expensive, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, Nigeria is uh, the giant of Africa. Nigeria is indeed a wealthy country, but unfortunately it doesn't appear so because the government eats it all up. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, Nigerian politicians are the highest paid politicians in the world. About what? What are they doing? You know what I'm saying? Literally nothing. What are they doing? So for me, and They're not thinking how this is actually going to really affect the country. So the fact that the produce, like the farm is being destroyed. You're
1: going to have to import all of that. But it's like
0: your citizens, you are displacing your people. The people that's going to work for the land. You know what I'm saying? The people that's actually going to make the country better. They're going to be displaced. Now you're going to see they're going to go to Ghana. They're going to go to neighboring African countries.
1: This is going to be how China fully takes over. This is actually, because you know, they've already established a Chinese police department in Nigeria. For their citizens, yeah. For their citizens, which is crazy. So that tells me there's enough of your citizens in, in exactly. Nigeria. Exactly. It's actually, uh, too, uh, yeah. listen, I'm not against
0: frontin' us, but when it comes to China relation with Nigeria, quite frankly, I'm not a fan it, of it's it. It's getting
1: crazy. So now before you know it. That's how we're going to be colonized by China. Like, seriously. Hey, we're going to go through like, another colonization. This is yep. going to be the disaster. It's like we had nowhere to go to. And in and in return for aiding our people, that's how before you know it, we're under Chinese rule. And it's like, wow. Mind
0: you, we already owe them money. We already do owe them money. You know what I mean? So it definitely is quite ridiculous. Before I knew it, it's even the politicians, they all come to America and say, yeah. oh, there's flood going in Nigeria. There's nothing we could do about it. Yeah. It's, so, it's, it's so sad. Like, how do you really expect people to live? You see pictures of people's houses. Literally, it's up the roof of water. So what, how, where are people supposed to go? How I? How do How are they supposed to start their lives? Because not even like in America where that oh you know what's natural disaster happen? There's gonna be welfare. You exactly. know what I'm saying? There's gonna be government assistance. Okay. There's um assistant, um housing. All right. There's no housing. There's no project. There's no whatever. There's none of that. So it's like where are people gonna go?
1: They gonna wait. What's that FAFSA? No. What is that? The people. Fent Fema. FEMA. Uh huh. That FEMA always gonna come. Ugh. Like that FEMA is always gonna be in effect. Like. I don't know. I think this is just kind of like as, you know, this is where the cross culture comes in, especially yeah. as being like, you know, still seeking my connect not, not my connection not that I'm not connected to mm-hmm. Nigeria, but this is where that patriotism and like pride comes in, right? Yeah. Because it's like, damn, as much as you love the sauce of Nigeria, this is the things that make you feel like, oh, I can't live in Nigeria. Exactly. These are the things that make that really make you feel like, oh, I would love to like Mm-hmm. you know oh i raised my kids for a little bit you know what i'm saying just just yeah. the duality of the fact that oh i have a connection to two whole yeah, countries yeah. but it's like this is what make you feel like damn you know yeah i'm nigerian i can love you from a distance
0: exactly and you
1: don't want i don't want to have that feeling i want to feel like my kids can feel connected and i feel like damn it's just nigeria yeah
0: and lastly i think you know Africa as a whole, they're not realizing how this is also going to affect Africa. It's not just going to affect Nigeria because obviously it's a thing where, okay, Nigeria and Cameroon supposed to build a dam and they didn't. But it's like when all this Nigerians move to neighboring countries, before you know it, the other African countries will start saying Nigeria must go. Yeah. Right? Because it's like, okay, we already we're, we already have limited sources in our country. Now y'all Nigerians are coming to take our jobs, take our house, uh-huh. and it's going to be a whole nother wahala.
1: All type you know of you xenophobia.
0: It exactly. It's going to be something else. And, as Africans, we don't we don't help each other. where, where is the African nation, yeah. African Union? Where where are you guys? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Now we're shouting, "Oh, America, help us! Oh, London, help us!" No, y'all help each other out. Anyway, but that's all I have to say. Well, it's it's quite sad because it really could have been preventable. Yeah, prevented. You that, know, and
1: and that's the thing about it. So just pray for Nigeria. Pray the for all the, all the other countries too. While we were going, there were a lot of floods. Mm-hmm. The floods that hit through uh, Southern Florida, through Puerto Rico. Um, through all of those places too So it's it's just You know This is a global warming thing As well mm-hmm. The world is speaking back We haven't been treating The world the best So please Recycle Do all of that We getting all those You know mm-hmm. Those speeches out Early in the beginning Because the next topic Is the topic That everybody Been hitting my DMs about For the past two weeks I can't explain How much I've talked About this topic Oh really Yes because Everybody knows I'm a barb <laughs> Let's just, let's just start Everybody knows I'm a Barb I've never been ashamed to be a Barb And I'm still not ashamed to be a Barb mm-hmm. Although people might try to shame you for it mm-hmm. I'm never ashamed to be a fan Of one of the greatest female rappers Of mm-hmm. history mm-hmm. And I say all this to say The rap girls are fighting y'all. Why they beefing I want to go back. I don't even want to start with Nikki quite yet. Okay. Because that's the meats and the potatoes. Let's start with a little bit of the appetizer. Okay. As we all know, we spoke a little bit about what happened when Super Freaky Girl Remix came out mm-hmm. and all the girls were fighting. Um, You know, we saw Akbar and Cardi. We saw... Kate. I'm sorry.
0: I thought you were about to say a lot of Akbar. I'm like, what the hell did I got to do? I'm sorry. What I had Akbar... <laughs> The Akbar. No, the way you know you, you said it really, I'm like, oh, you heard my Ak- like, hey, voice. <laughs> I'm like, Akbar,
1: what? <laughs> okay, go ahead. No, me too. I went to Arabic school. <laughs> Sorry, but no, the Akbar. Go <laughs> ahead. Her and Cardi. Um, we saw Katie got bands, and who was it? Cardi. It was like a bunch of girls, mm-hmm. and in that was JT and Cardi. Right. So mm-hmm. let's start with JT and Cardi. Um, JT and Cardi were going back and forth because you know, she did the song with Glorilla. Cardi did the song with Glorilla right. Tomorrow too, which is the bop. I like it. You know, to mm-hmm. me, I was like, okay, this is this is Cardi's bag. I hate when she trying to do too much pop and it don't be mm-hmm. she can't even speak for real. It'd be too much. But when she get back into her drill gang gang, I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. Bacalise, give it to us. So this was also Glorilla's first number one, in which JT was congratulating her, and then before you knew it. Her and Cardi B was into it, exchanging all type of unpleasantries about how Q wanted me to be like you and so on and so forth. And, you know,
0: in he that... He wanted who to be like who?
1: He wanted um, J- JT C- to rap like Cardi. Uh-huh. He, was, he said the City Girls, you know, do this like Cardi. Which mm-hmm. Cardi tried to use to oppress them, but I just felt like that was not worth... You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's like, duh, you the popular female rapper on the on the label yeah. right now, so who else are they going to tell them to be like Lapia? yeah Like... Duh. So all of that happened in which Cardi changed her picture to a pen. and Not Cardi, I'm sorry. Nikki changed her picture to a pen. And okay. Cardi changed her picture to Remy Ma, which, <laughs> which is still Remy Ma to this mm-hmm. day. A couple of days later, the real rap beef came out. Mm. And this is the one that I've been harassed about for about two weeks now. Oh, really? It's been an harassment a little bit. But I'm not ashamed to be a barb. I mm-hmm. must repeat that. So the Grammy nominations, they didn't come out to us regular folks yet, but they did come out for those who were nominated. Mm -hmm. And in that nomination for rap, what is a rap song of the year? It's a rap category shot. And Nicki Minaj's song, Super Freaky Girl, was moved out to pop. Yeah. So, Nikki came out and she spoke about how she felt like it was unfair for her song to be moved out. Mm-hmm. And for a We try agree with. Yeah. And Lotto, who has a song, Big Energy, I'm sure y'all heard it, mm-hmm. Mariah Carey sample, so on and so forth, mm-hmm. got to stay in the rap category. Yeah. So, Nikki's argument was that hey, if you Grammys are going to take my song and say a song where I'm rapping the whole time is considered pop, how is this pop? influence song with singing and rapping not also a pop song
2: Mm -hmm.
1: as to which then lotto took offense and she also mentioned drake's song too she did she mentioned drake she mentioned doja cat she mentioned a bunch of other people who it's happened she brought up taylor swift in a way like she brought up other artists examples and and how the grammy plays these games for some reason lotto you know took great offense to that and mm-hmm. it turned into World War III on Twitter that night mm. where a lot was said. Nikki was calling Lotto a Karen. Mm-hmm. Lotto was calling Nikki a 40-year-old bully. Mm-hmm. You know, texts and phone calls and messages and DMs Recordings and, and all were all revealed. And people said to Dami, to this you say what? <laughs> that was everybody's. So what you got to say about this? Mm-hmm. What do you feel about this?
0: Okay, what's your answer?
1: I still stand with Nikki in this. Mm-hmm. First of all, let's take this step by step. Let's first of all talk about the original argument. Because I hate that the beef covered the original argument. Mm-hmm. The original argument is facts. The Grammy could be playing with Nicki Minaj. Yeah, Like the Grammys be playing with Nicki Minaj. There's no reason why in Nicki Minaj's 13-year career, she does not have a Grammy. She doesn't have any Grammy. She doesn't have a single Grammy. Oh, that's crazy. So it's like you trying to tell me that in all the greatness that she has produced, pop, rap, you know, uh, Latin Billboard. The the, the way that Cardi B be getting Grammys left and right. Which is, again, there's so much to this. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? A lot of this people don't understand. The, The industry and the Grammys have always had it out for Nicki. Why do you think that is? I think part of that is like, The thing that we have to understand about the Grammys and, you know, Billboard Awards and some of these little shows, there's a lot of label politics, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like, you can tell when somebody's label is hot, like when they're doing it. That's when you'll see... Ariana, Taylor, Billie Eilish, all these random people who is was like, damn, you had one song, can you sweep it awards? Mm-hmm. A lot of that's label games. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, I have a hot new artist. I'm going to mm-hmm. support this, but they're and they'll perform on the main stage, but they got to get this award, all of that. And I just quite frankly don't think YMCMB was playing those type of games. Mm-hmm. That was the label she was on. Why do you think that they have a preference for Cardi B? They have a preference for somebody over Nicki. And okay. I think that that's... That, that, that's That's the next point, too. It's like a lot of the remarks that people were telling me in this was that, you know, Nikki, Nikki don't be acting her age. Nikki, you know, Nikki's a great and she doesn't act like a great Mm -hmm. or so on. Mm -hmm. But I just want everybody to know part of feeling like you're great is being treated like a great. Yeah. And unfortunately for Nicki Minaj, she's had to fight for people to even acknowledge that Mm -hmm. she's good. Because in 2000, what was that, 2016, when the Nicki Hay train happened, Mm. that was a very serious thing. Like, people discredit it, but imagine, imagine being in the game for 10 plus years, doing all of this, and then the one little girl from the Bronx that come and starts getting a little traction in her raps, all of a sudden they're like, this is the best rapper. This is she didn't top with Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj better watch out. It's yeah. like everybody completely discredited her, her whole career yeah. for Cardi B. And then to add insult to injury, the Grammys went to go give her album of the year. Yeah. We ain't heard a Cardi a Cardi project since. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you trying to tell me somebody that made one album, deserve album of the year, compared to somebody who's been working in this industry for all these years? Yeah. She cannot feel like a great. Let's get the lotto.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, let's get the lotto.
1: So with lotto in this situation, I feel like lotto was wrong. And that's just me. I just definitely feel like there was no reason for lotto to be offended. It just was not, just no reason. Like, it was not a personal dig. I think Lado just
0: want to feel among. You know, if somebody wants to feel among, you just want to be included in the drama that's going on because it really didn't have anything to do with her. It, it, it wasn't even straight. I mean, she told Nikki like, hey, you can make your point without including me in it. But it's just like, she didn't say anything negative about you nor your music. You know, she was just trying to, and she mentioned other people too. So why yeah. is that you were the only one who took offense to it? And the, it, it, it definitely was like she definitely tweaked like she and I, you know, the same way you said it's politics, labor, whatever. I feel like there are definitely people, you know, in the industry whose job, whose job description duty is to legit start beef. Oh, yeah. is to like go whisper in this person's ear, you know, go, go whisper in this person's camp and go to this person's camp and start stuff. Because I feel like I don't know if someone is whispering in Lotto's ear. That to make her feel like oh yeah Nikki she's coming for you she doesn't yeah. like you she's jealous of you because because that's not like no what it, it. However, I definitely do want to touch on the fact that because you know that beef was definitely was a major beef.
1: Oh yeah, it got
0: deep. It but got deep. I do want to touch on the fact that um, you know, actually in this situation I am on Nikki's side, but you know, there is definitely a thing when you say like wisdom comes with age. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's certain things that's you know okay Nikki. Because you're older, because you're more seasoned in the game, because, you know, you're more experienced, you know how this industry works and stuff. It's certain things you would have to look away. Ignore. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying you cannot, you shouldn't speak your feelings. You know what I'm saying? It's true with the whole grammar thing. I don't think she's supposed to look away with that. Yeah. But certain things, with all these little girls coming in and out, because it's just all of them just saying nothing at this point. Is bird talk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's bird talk. Because it's like, you know, we yeah. are not age mates. I'm not supposed to be arguing with you. Yeah. Now, you may treat them every now and then if it's needed, you know, but at a certain point, it's just like, okay, girl. So now, I think that's why, now it's like, okay, damn, Nikki, you're doing too much. Because, okay, just to fast forward a little bit, like today, or was it yesterday, she went on live with Tasha, which she's a messy blogger. Tasha K. That even Cardi B sued and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and Sasha K was bringing us about Meg The Stallion and Tiana Taylor. That's really not relevant to Nikki in any way. It's not about music, it's just so irrelevant. And it's like, okay, Nicki was like, okay, what's she talking about? Well, why are you bringing this up? But it's like, what do you expect her to bring up? Cause you know this is type of blogger she is. But see, you can't put that on Nikki now. No, you, she shouldn't have known. You here's know, the thing. here's
1: the thing. Of course, Tasha she may not K. know
0: exactly what Tasha exactly. K is gonna say. But you have an idea. You know how you have an idea of what this kind of person you is. Know she's messy. She's messy. Sure. There's sure. no way you're not gonna think she's gonna bring up some nonsense. You may not for know sure. what the nonsense
1: is. But I don't think she meant for that nonsense to be to bring up Tiana. Of or course, and, and, I think I think in all honesty, she brought Tasha K for Cardi. I I honestly gotta think that, I, that's obviously what she it is for
0: Cardi, but yeah. well, but. For that situation It was unnecessary. Tasha is too messy I read the whole go, I wrote the whole go, go live with the shade room Or something Yeah that's how I was like The shade girl. room still kind of Post both ends Whatever But Tasha is so messy So now it makes her look like Agbaya Agbaya means old fool Right? Because it's like, okay, you playing this childish games. It's like, now it's going to put you in unnecessary drama. Like, oh, damn, you talking about Meg when she's actually not talking about Meg. She didn't really comment to it. But now you're associ- associating yourself with Asso- yeah. additional nonsense that you don't have time. So it's for me, it's like, okay, Nikki, she's bored. I feel like it's it's just unfortunate. It's giving you bored because why are you sitting on, because she's actually been super active on social media. But that's that's
1: her, that is part of what Nikki has always done. I do want to clarify some things. Some things are like Nikki has always done this, but in this new era, some things come off different. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Nikki has always, like from from the moment we could get on live, Nikki's been a live person. Mm -hmm. So she's always done that. She brought guests. Like that's something she do all the time. I do think I'm like I don't like you bringing Tasha K because Tasha K Tasha K is just a trashy blogger. I would have, yeah, because she's brought um who's the girl Madison on there before. You know she brought Kaya on on live before. It's it's just that it's just eh, Tasha got some smoke on her because even if she would have did this before the Cardi case, I wouldn't because it's exactly you know it was like, like all right it's just it's because of this whole thing and every and i think she probably thought it was gonna be funny because everybody thinks yeah. Sasha K fled to africa like i think that she really was fully not expecting especially more so because of tiana because mm-hmm. nikki doesn't have a problem with Tiana. yeah like so I, I don't think that she meant for that to get there for them i do think it's just like it's unfortunate the predicament that nikki is in being a active female rapper at her age. Mm-hmm. Because we haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. That is one thing that we for sure have not seen. No matter how many whatever, the greats came before Nikki, none of them were still rapping for real in their 40s.
2: Yeah.
0: And then social media is different. Oh, there wasn't social media like that. There wasn't social
1: media and all of that. But even outside, it's just like, just her even continuously having an active career changes it. It changes it that everybody in her demographic is a teenager they're young they all like early 20s young girls so it's like part of it is just that her peer group is always gonna put her in an because it's kind of like you know if everybody around you that's active in what you do mm-hmm. is all significantly longer than you it's always gonna look crazy when you engage with your quote-unquote peers in the mm-hmm. industry
0: I mean I get it. I definitely get it. You know, we know that rap beef is part of or beef is part of like the rap rap game industry. Like, you know, there's always gonna be some beef here and there, but it's also a way to do certain things. And I know that, you know, she's probably been she's probably fed up and she's like, Oh, now I'm gonna clap back but it's just It's one of those things Like you just it's certain things you, She has to pick wisely On what to clap back at And how to clap back So that it's truly effective Cause you know With the whole Karen comment People are like I You didn't know I like
1: her saying that either Yeah I didn't I, say, I did not like But the then Karen. you know She
0: explained it And you know She was like It's you know Her saying Karen Like yeah It's mainly used As a white woman term But it wasn't like She was calling Karen uh, What's her name lateral or white Lado. woman But it's more of the fact That it's a Passive aggressive person uh, manipulative person Like mm. you see something Is going on And you try to switch it up And make it about you Like you know oh, White took, tears she. You know So that's what She explained uh, it to be
1: Okay That's deep though But <laughs> so, from, from the, I, I, didn't, I didn't appreciate it I was like You know Cause I don't I don't like that I don't like the dismissal Of biracial kids Of their blackness mm-hmm. So on and so forth You know, I fight that fight for Doja, so I won't ignore it for Lotto. Um, I just think, I do think, you know, my my thing is that it got dirtier than it needed to get. Mm -hmm. It it never even needed to get on social media. But Nikki dragged her baby. Ooh, Nikki Nikki real. Ooh, child. Yeah. Lotto, she overstepped her boundaries. That's why it even seemed worse. If she could get some toe-to-toe, it might not even have been that bad. It might have been like, okay, you and your opposition. But child, when I say Nikki Redhuff, read her down. She read her down. It was yeah. like, damn, Nikki. Like, leave the girl alone now. She too, she's not saying
2: much.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, all in all, I'm never ashamed to be a fan of Nicki Minaj. I don't think Nicki Minaj gets her proper credit. I do think that she kind of does whatever she wants to do. Um, and at times, it's problematic. <laughs> It's definitely problematic, but unfortunately, Nikki has not had the luxury of being able to age in her career without always having to throw swings and defend herself and fight. So I do think she has a lot of unnecessary PTSD. That's why I really hate when people compare her to Rihanna and Beyonce. Rihanna and Beyonce were doctrine to never have to fight their own fights again.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, they've, they've been doctrine to never have to fight their own fights again. You can't say nothing about Beyonce without the whole world turning on you, no matter if Beyonce's right or wrong. Right,
0: right, right, right. And that's the
1: same for Rihanna. You know what I'm saying? Especially when Rihanna went through all the things that she went through. yeah,
0: maybe, maybe Nikki don't have enough barbs to fight her bottle for her. It's not because even... Because we know the bees, they, the bees go, they're, they're going to go under your comments and put hella bees. No, the barbs... The Navy's they- going to put hella anchors or Navy whatever stuff under the comments. No,
1: because Navy not even like that. They're not even the attacking type. It's it's the barbs and the beehive for real. But I don't think it's the issue of like the barbs not fighting for Nikki because they be doing a lot for Nikki. You know, I, I'm, I'm not the new age barbs. I'm the mm-hmm. old head barb, so... That's why I said that. Mm-hmm. They do a lot for Nikki. But I just think even just in general, Nikki's the... Vi- she's the easy villain. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She is the easy villain. Nikki, Nikki can't do anything without it being like, Nikki, that's why you an old hag. That's right, why right, you, right. you so-and-so. That's why your brother's a rapist. That's why it's like... It just be like, come on now. Yeah. like
0: That has nothing to do with her talent. That has nothing to do with her and music yeah, and all
1: that. I was happy she saw a lot about herself. You Because I didn't appreciate that. That's my last point on it. I did not appreciate... For Lotto to get up here and now try to start this crusade of I shall not be bullied and da-da-da-da with Nicki Minaj. But literally less than five days before that incident, uh, Kodak Black was all up and down the internet. Actually... Taking away from her award, saying that she only won it because she's a latte and so on. so. He was about frappuccino. Frappuccino. He was calling her all type of stuff. <laughs> about she a frat. And she said nothing. She had nothing to say. I mean, she.
0: I guess she posted a picture with hashtag frappuccino. And she, she should have kept
1: that same class. And with that's passive
0: aggressive. You
1: get what I'm saying? <laughs> that same class on dignity, and I, I go high when they go low. That she was, mm-hmm. That's the same class you should have kept with Nicki Minaj. Then, like, if that's you and that's what you're about, then keep it that way. Yeah. You know, you didn't talk about, a man pressured you about a whole sample. You ain't had nothing to say. She only
0: did that because, you know, the whole rap, you know, a lot of girls are like fighting and stuff. So she's like, let me hop on and say like, oh, yes, it's Nikki. It's not me. And she chose the wrong person. Whatever.
1: The wrong person. You play that game with Cardi.
0: But since we're still talking about music, let's talk about Lizzo. Because um, Lizzo, she in an interview, she mentioned that she makes music for a black woman. Apparently, she's been labeled as, um, her music has been put in a box of like, oh, she makes music for white people. Mm. Because it's more like pop, you know. Um, what do you think about that? Do you think she's wrong for saying she makes music for a black woman? Um, is it actually possible that she, you know, to say that without it sounding some type of way?
1: I think that it's unfortunate. For us as black people, that whenever we don't fall into a box, we outcast ourselves. Okay. Because I think that if Lizzo was talking about ratchet shit, popping pussy on, you know, all that type of stuff, absolutely, then nobody would question who she making the music for. Mm-hmm. It could be the same, the same beats and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if she was talking that, I do this and I make him eat it and all of that then people would not it wouldn't be a discussion. Mm-hmm. But I think for Lizzo to come on and her music to be, you know, I choose me. I've been there before to be these this self-uplifting music and for that to be attributed with like black women don't even like this.
2: Mm. That's
1: just that to me is disturbing. I'm like I think we as black people need to start making a space for ourselves. Yeah. In in places that are not just the hood.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know me, I mean? I like me some Lizzo. Since she came out, I was all about Lizzo and her song and stuff that summer. Um, I definitely do agree, you know. Um, but, you know, I could see why people would think, oh, it's white people music. Because, you know, it's pop. You know, it's that genre of music, the sound, a little bit of techno or so. Not fully techno, but just a little bit, you know, of that sound. And it's not like the typical R&B, right? It's not mm-hmm. rhythm and, and blues. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not so, you know. It's poppy. But I think it's quite, as you said, it's important that she, I like that she did say she's making music for black people. I I don't think she's saying she's not, I don't think she's saying that white people cannot enjoy her music. I don't think she's saying white people cannot relate to her music. I don't think she's saying, oh, you know, it's not for white people, but her primary target is black people because she's a black woman. You know what I mean? And I, I I think it's, as you said, it's important that we have, you know, we're diverse creatures, you know, as black people, we're not just like one thing. You know what I'm saying Like it's yeah. not just One type of blackness You know We're not just like Oh you know It's just like When we talk about The aqua black girl You know what I'm saying exactly. Like aqua black girl Like I may not really You know I don't know All this rap
1: lyrics And stuff But there's some Lizard songs That I could definitely sing Like seriously Like and I want All of us millennials Especially millennials Maybe that gen What was that Gen Y Right before us I want us to tap back in Before rap and stuff Was very mainstream I was just gonna say that We fucked with Coldplay Paramore Red Hot Chili Peppers Britney Spears Like The quintessential pop Icons Were our playlist As well
0: And and let's not forget that As black people We were the ones Who actually like Created this different Type of genre Of music mm -hmm. Rock and roll Pop All of this Like back in the day You know what I'm saying We were the ones Who started this type of music You know what I mean So it's just like Let's not forget Our origin too Let's not forget Our impact You know but, girl, yes, I listened to
1: all white music was all I used to listen to. I like, girl, <laughs> a I, look, TRL had me in a chokehold. Okay. I don't know about anybody else. I was spending the same amount of time watching TRL as I would watch um, 106. MTV. And Park. Uh-huh. So I'm sorry to say I was cross-cultured in that way as well. Absolutely. Um, But, you know, let's talk about somebody, child. Oh, God. Kanye West. While we were gone, Kanye West has been mighty busy. He tweaking G. He has been mighty, mighty busy. It's getting scary. It's been scary. I'm first of all. I first of all want to start this with everybody owes. Y'all owe Amber Rose, and you owe Kim Kardashian an apology.
0: For real, Let's, G? Just, let's just start. You know right what?
1: Here. I want. I agree. But
0: I think I almost want to say... Because I can't even imagine what Amber Rose probably experienced. Exactly. Because, you know, with her being like, what was she, a bottle girl or whatever yeah. she was, it's like, you know, people didn't really give her attention. It's like, oh, she voice. was just this sexy, you know, eye candy on his arm at the MTV Awards. What, what awards was yeah. it that they went together, you know? But it's just like, I can't remember, imagine the shit she went through just being with that man.
1: This man literally made him... An, and she speaks about it. She said his whole next album was made to drag me in the relationship and he literally bullied me audioly and like nobody Nobody said anything. Nobody said anything. She was like, you know how many times? Like even that whole Yeezy taught me that whole thing. That was popular. I ain't going to hold you. I remember that. Yeezy taught me Mm -hmm. like, and that's supposed to be making fun of her. Like Mm. that whole scenario. I'm like, everybody was so quick to say Oh, Kim and them, that family, they did this. They stripped Kanye. They did. And I'm like, clearly now I hope everybody can see that Kanye West is off his rocker. Okay. In recent news, if you do not know what's going on with Kanye West, it all started with a White Lives Matter shirt. Um, I believe it was Paris Fashion Week. No, New York Fashion Week. It was one of those fashion weeks. And part of his closing of the Balenciaga show, of the Yeezy Balenciaga collab, was these shirts that said White Lives Matter. Already that was problematic, um, but then Yay, because you know that's his name now. Yay <laughs> took it a step further by making anti-Semitic remarks, as well as continuing on his crusade of the degradation of the black people. And to I think the the peak of it all was his recent stint on Drink Champs with Nori and the gang, Nori mm-hmm. and DJ FN on Drink Champs, where he got on there and he proclaimed that. Um, George Floyd's death was not through suffocation and asphyxiation from the knee being on his neck, but indeed a fentanyl overdose, which we all know is completely false. Completely false.
0: Like, what was the point of saying that? He's crazy. It's sad because I'm really trying, I'm wondering, like, what his diagnosis is. Like, is it bipolar? Is it a little bit of schizophrenia? Like, what what would it be if they were to diagnose him? Probably is bipolar because he definitely is on a real a high, you know, and like yeah, when they high, when are on when they're on that like super high episode, like they're really super high. You know what I'm saying? And then they
1: get super low. It's weird. And obviously he you know his medication. Mm, to me he be like this. I think that it's what's what's telling is that it got serious when he made remarks about the Jewish people, which is always going to get serious when we talk about Jewish people. And then he
0: said, I'm not apologizing. Yeah. Wait, what, what comment did he make about the Jewish people, though? Um, Chad, what did he say about the Jewish people? Like, he, he made, he said something about... They like, took it down so quickly,
1: we couldn't even, we couldn't even process did. it. They it sure
0: was, did. It was more of like a comparison that he made. Like, oh, yeah. if it was about the Jewish people, it would be something different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which, in a way, I kind of agree. Because I, we kind of talked about this already in a podcast about, like, you know, if it is, you know... Is we talk about slavery so easily And you know The shit black people Has gone through But if you talk about Like you know Jewish people Or Jew, Because you know what But
1: the real issue Is that Jewish people Won't stand for it And we do That's the real issue We sure do That's the real issue We because sure do As we sit here Discussing this People people in our own community Are still talking about But but but, do you hear What Kanye's trying to say No I don't hear anything He's trying to say Absolutely I'm gonna tell y'all straight I, I do not hear anything He's trying to say I've been off Kanye, though. Like, I've been off... It's scary, though. Because, you know, with
0: the way he's going, it's like, you don't know the type of pills he may be popping. You know what I'm saying? You don't know, like, he may have an episode where he, like, offs himself. Like, God forbid. You know what I'm saying? But it's at the point where it's, like, it's crazy. Because this is where I actually want to even, like, give credit to... um, what's his name Trevor Knorr because you know his show he talked about um Kanye yeah. and one of the guests was like why do you have beef with him and he was like no I don't have beef with him but as an individual that grew up listening to him who loves him as a black man it is my duty to be like hey you're tweaking you're doing too much yeah you know I'm saying I'm not going to praise you for saying all this nonsense and he said like it's crazy how like Because Trevor did say that his grandfather was bipolar, too.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm not going to say two because we don't know if Kanye is bipolar. But his grandfather had a mental health illness. And whenever he went through his episodes, they're like, okay, we're going to check on you. Um, You know, do you need me? Have you taken your medication? But now in this social media age, in this like crazy black man age, whatever, black man podcasters age and all that, it's like, Oh, he's tweaking. Let's give him more of the spotlight. Let's exactly. put the mic. Let's say, oh yeah, but, but you know he's really going through an episode. You like, I can't even imagine sitting with him. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? That doing an interview. Drink. I mean, how much? This is like the second. Interview this is like the third, third interview.
1: Which that's another point in itself.
0: Yeah, because it's like, so I can't imagine really sitting down with this person, and you know that he's really not okay, but you're doing it for the views.
1: I'm gonna tell y'all this. Let me just say this. There is a difference between Van Lathan and Noriega, mm-hmm. and I hate to say, I hate to hope I don't sound ridiculous, but I think that like this is this is when it's like that whole East Coast version of blackness become. This is where to me it's like this is that def, this is that definitive part. Okay, because it's like I feel like it didn't pain Nori, it didn't matter to Nori like that. When he made those George Floyd, cuts. he didn't. He didn't. I it mean, did he not. made a fake
0: apology. You know, like I was disgusted by yeah,
1: it. Yeah, and I just feel like that passion, that hurt that Van Lathan felt when Kanye got on in TMZ and said slavery was a choice. Van felt that because he's experienced it in a different way, mm-hmm. and that's all I'm gonna say about that. I do think that drink champs is just disgusting. It really is disgusting because, like, Kanye has not been well. He wasn't well the first time he did Drink Championship. Mm-hmm. When he was talking all that talk about Big Sean and everybody, he wasn't well then. Mm-hmm. So to, for, to see him and, like, for it to be, like, the shop, like LeBron James, you know, their show, The Shop, yeah, 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 yeah. scrapped their whole episode. I think when you see other people scrapping their episodes, mm-hmm. why would you be the one to be like, yo, I'm going to show him in his crazy? Mm-hmm. Why mm-hmm. would you be the one? And then, and then, not just show him it's crazy, you're promoting the moment in which he said that the most egregious thing he could have said. Like, that was what you chose to be your promo clips. Wow. Right. Those, those is your promo clips. Absolutely. You, you led with that, that this is what Kanye had to say. say absolutely. So, to me, it's just like, I don't, and I, I don't think... Nori nor Candace Owens should go free as well. Don't let Kanye take that fall by himself. Because Candace Owens, the one, quote, unquote, got a documentary. You know she crazy. She, you know, she be saying some stuff. It's like, it was one thing I heard her say that I was like, damn, she got a point there. But a lot of stuff, Candace just be propaganda.
0: I I don't know if it's like self-hate. I don't know what to call it with Candace.
1: Candace clearly is that girl that went to all white schools and she adopted white culture and then every time she was around black people she was annoyed she was rejected she was,
2: she was rejected so now
1: she has come with all these terms as why to why our blackness is really holding us down mm-hmm. in black culture that's that's her now it's like meanwhile while all these black people rejected me for adopting norms of white success the real issue is black culture mm-hmm. like that's just Candace Owens and we pray for you
0: we pray for them it's just it's, at this point it's a negative impact on the culture it, it's too much nonsense it's too much bullshit like if we're trying to move forward as a people y'all making us go all the way back you know
1: we have to ask: when are we as black people going to be able to really set stand up for our race
0: we don't do that.
1: Because I think for people to still try and find validity in Kanye's speech after not only has he had hate speech, like his hate speech against the Jewish people is what got him canceled. But we as black people should never continue to empower him when he already had blacks, a hate speech against us as black people.
0: Yeah, he has such a negative impact on our community, on our culture, <laughs> Again, that's another topic. Because I'm tired of this word culture being thrown around as if it's nonsense. It's nothing. Culture this, culture that, culture whatever.
1: Yeah, what is our culture itself?
0: Okay. Um. But speaking of culture and impact, there's this new show called The Impact. <laughs> the Impact, A-T-L. Um. And it's basically of Ari Fletcher, right? Mm. Is Jada, is it Ch- Jada Cheeves or Chives? Chivas. Oh, Chivas. Oh, okay. Um...
1: Tay, who else is in it? Lakia and Des Dior. That's all. Uh-huh. That's all I like. Okay, oh, well, I think Dream Doll is kind of on. Kind of in a, yeah, I mean? yeah,
0: So it's just basically a reality t- reality show. I think it's on BET, correct? Yeah. Um, and just showing them and their talent and their influence, social being them being social media influences and stuff, and how they have impact on the culture. Mm-hmm. So I know you've been watching it. What are your thoughts on the show? Is it truly impactful?
1: You know what's funny. For years, Lala tried to put out a show like this. Really? Yeah. I remember Lala talked about it a lot with Bernice Bourke Girls and all those girls. Ah, where and she wanted to do uh, it the on bottle e. girls and yeah, stuff. She yeah, she wanted to do it on E, where it was like we were seeing all those bottle girls and all those, those I remember. popular whatever I remember. girls. I and she G-girls. wanted to see that their life and so on and so I forth. I remember that. So I think this is supposed to be that, where mm-hmm. we see all these influencers and whatever and... We're seeing the day in the life of really being mm-hmm. an influencer. Um, what I gather from watching this is that it's so crazy that we live in a culture where the most uneducated of us are the ones who get the most attention,
0: and you are the most successful too. And then
1: the most successful because it's like, you know, no shade to them; they figure themselves out. In yeah, their yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. But it's it is really like these girls really have done nothing but be naked on the internet. And be... Pretty much. Maybe the and rapper. Kid, and have kids with rappers. Like, Lakia. You know what I'm saying? Lakia, you know. But even Lakia doesn't get the most... She gets the least. She right?
0: gets the least because she's
1: not... She's a, yeah, absolutely. she's not an instagram base. So the real tea... Truth be told, the show is about Ari and Jada. Yeah. And
2: even, maybe Tay a little Tay, bit.
1: Yeah, Tay even... Because Tay their is girlfriend. a professional. Uh-huh. But he's just kinda, Tay the professional, for real, out of all of them. Yeah. And to me, I just be watching Jada and Ari. I'm just like, y'all want us to take y'all so seriously.
0: Mm-hmm. But y'all don't act... In that manner,
1: it's like I've always had an issue with this mentality of like we cannot improve ourselves once we make it. Like there's this there's this mm. there's this idea of like I gotta stay the exact same as I was. Like when, Cardi B. Yes, mm-hmm. to a degree, right? Where there's no like, damn bitch, you ain't go to school yet. You ain't you know what I'm saying? You, you gonna hire a t- tutor. You ain't you know what I mean? You haven't read a book. You ain't like these girls. Are very much still like the only thing that maybe saved Jada a little bit is you could tell she was always kind of suburban from the get go. Like, mm. she's not from the hood, like, already really from the hood. So, yeah, you can Jada see is that not from Jada the hood. Jada is from, but you, but Jada, you see is, her mom, her whole personality disorder is that Jada's whole, whole relation, her whole trait and being is being in a relationship, is being a cute girl in a relationship. She's one of
0: those girls that been in a relationship since eighth grade.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. like her literal, like, Personality trait is always having the popping boyfriend, and
0: I get you know one thing I do want to say with Jada, which is what she's trying to highlight, is that she's actually been successful before social media, before, before yeah, little baby. baby, like she was. She she said she was doing Poshmark, and yeah, then she, she, was she was selling, selling hair and, and stuff she like was that. Tumblr
1: famous a little bit, you know her Justine Skye is another Tumblr famous. Like you know they was those girls. Oh
0: right, right. Uh,
1: which is good, you know. I mean, she's had her own success story, but I do think it's something about like, continuously glorifying these type of people. Because it's like, to me, it just always seemed like the regular, everyday, hard-working girl never gets an opportunity to be seen, to be, to be seen, shouted out. You know what I'm saying? Like, where are the girls who went to school? What do they do? Why don't they ever get... An opportunity like this To be seen To, to have like Notoriety to do, You know what I mean Like there's people That try the social media thing As well mm-hmm. And they come from Different backgrounds But I feel like They're not supported In the same way As the quote unquote Girls that come from the gutter
0: Or oh, there, there are Some successful influ- Influencers uh, Of regular girls That they're not Their success wasn't Via shaking booty You know Or being naked Or who they dated yeah. You know what I'm saying um do you think this show is needed? Do you think it's something that we needed to see or do you think we could have skipped out on this?
1: I mean, I think that all of them, they they do carry a social media presence. Like I get that. I get the idea of like these people are impacting, quote-unquote, the culture so <laughs> much. The culture. Um, you know, because they're they, they, they are the lead ones. They're the Melissa Fords of this day, the Bernice Bourgeois, Burgos, mm-hmm. whatever her name is. The, they're those girls of this day. So I think it's like we've always seen these girls, but we've never heard their stories. Right. Even Melissa. We didn't get to really know. I didn't know how eloquent and educated Melissa was until she was on Hollywood a lot. melissa what melissa ford oh
0: she's on the radio now is she she was on the radio for a little
1: bit so it's like i know right you would never know that she's so smart yeah so and i I think even that's important like why y'all pick the most ratchet of the girls yeah i'm sure there's more video vixen girls that that are like you know good educated, eloquent girls
0: Quite frankly, I, I don't even find them interesting. Like, they're not the interesting types, quite frankly. Because it's yeah. like, okay, what, what what else? Like, it's just nonsense beef they're trying to create within each other. But even watching them go to their photo shoots and stuff, it's not like, ooh. I yeah. feel like they should have remained on IG. Exactly. They, they could have done IG series. They sure IG. Have. They could have gone to Some Facebook.
1: Yes, yeah, exactly, no cool Snapchat.
0: They should have gone on Snapchat. They don't
1: need no fool. They don't, to be
0: short. on BET, it's, 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 honestly, it's a waste of airtime.
1: Because the only person that has, like, real clientele that we would want to see is Tay. And, I be, and Tay don't be bringing his clientele. He right?
0: doesn't, he, because you of the type saying? of clientele he exactly. has.
1: Lala, the only person, and Lala like that. So, Lala the only person that showed her face on here. And Karuchi coming up again Who's Karuchi? No no shame to Karuchi, But Karuchi is not the Kims And the Nikis that he's doing Absolutely So it's yeah And then it's like Ari and Yeah Ari and Jada And i talking about nothing It's like It's not nothing Even when Ari had
0: an episode When she was crying over her boyfriend During her photo shoot Yeah She didn't say what. what, what why was she crying What was the issue with the she boyfriend She said
1: somebody died She did was say that, that what yeah, it yeah, is Somebody horrible. with his family members died somewhere.
0: Oh okay that's but, sad I guess I missed that I mean
1: Jada did say That she felt episodes 1 through 4 Was mid and 5 5-8 is where the real T is going to be at. So we'll see. It
0: definitely yeah. is mid. Honestly, it, at this point, it's Reggie.
1: Dior is uninterested, too. She don't want to talk about her life or future. And she, it's like, girl, you that's the only reason you're on this show. She should have
0: been on the show. She's just on the show because of her best friend. She should have been on the show. She should
1: have been, like, a recurring guest. Mm. She should have had her own spot yet. No. Look, deserves more screen time. And yes then, And, then, and like, they gave it to death. Let's see sense. her grow
0: Let's yeah. see her like Be in this You know New Even age of all. rap And all Exactly yeah. But I think Dreamdale said It was like You know um, Conflict of schedules or so Cause she was doing to, College
1: Hill probably As
0: to why Yeah As to why she wasn't really Like a main You know yeah. Character on the show
1: She was doing uh, What's it called um, College Hill at the time But I mean It's cool to see the BET just be giving shows To anybody Hopefully BET is useless Damn, they need to they
0: need to revamp everything because it's it's, what what it was. I don't care
1: for any other show. I actually subscribe to BET Plus, and I do too. And I'm just like, we. all gonna cancel this shit. This shit is dead to me. It's like I watch these little couple of shows here and there, but BET. It's not consistent. It's it's nothing from all these little Tyler Perry shows. Ain't doing it for me. Sorry to say, they not doing it for me. But let's move on. While we were going as well, it just seemed like divorce gate. Okay, Like, everybody was getting a divorce From Cynthia Bailey, to Tia Maori to Miguel and Nazani, to Tom Brady So, mm-hmm. of all those couples, which one were you most sad to see? Tia!
0: Because they were scared for like 14 years okay. Like, well, I follow her on social media I really love her social media uh-huh. Like, it's, it's wholesome That's my type of, like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, she's a mom, but she's also like, you know She's in her bag too, you know, like, okay, she's acting, you know, she has her Netflix shows, but she does her little dressing up and yeah. she cooks. Like, she's well-rounded. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, she's down to earth at the same time, you know. Yeah. Um, and I like the husband, but I, I've always felt like they have different vibes, though. I sure have. They definitely do. I feel like he's too, like, of a Chicago.
1: She ABC family, he BET Uncut.
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know what I mean? And not, like, un- explicit uncut uh, with the sex stuff, but just, like, he's just hard. You know what I mean, like yeah. he, ugh, you know, um but he, they are they are cute together, like you know what I mean, physically, they're cute together, but you know when that when they announced it, he did post like don't let like a temporary feeling make you make a permanent decision in life mm. and whatever. I Can't wonder, and you know, people brought up um their interview with um black, black Love, love. Mm-hmm. you know, and honestly when I watched that years ago, I'm just like. Eesh.
1: You know, like and he's—it's he it, a little,
0: and, and I get it because she definitely was over talking and you know talking a lot, but you could tell he was a little annoyed. Mm-hmm. I know, I know it happens with couples, you know, but it's just a little bit cringy. I to never watch. felt the
1: love. Finally, I can say, damn, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's I
0: never felt the love. It's just I never felt the compatibility. Yeah, like I think the love is there because like, you could yeah, love okay. someone, but. Right. Are they compatible? You're I think right. that's the thing. Like, yeah, the love is there. They have kids together. You could, yeah. I, I could see that they care, they for, each care other, for each other. but, but I never are they felt compatible? Them. Yeah, I never felt I, that. Like, is that, is that their... that they're they each other's match though? Quiet you know what I'm cat, saying?
1: As much as y'all talk about Tamir and her white husband, I felt that compatibility. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. Even though you it. don't hear him say shit, yeah. I mean, he's a newscaster or so, but mm. it's just like you definitely, yeah, absolutely.
1: I just always felt that. Um, you know that's why, I, and I hate to sound this way, but that's why these these origin stories of struggle. This is why I be like this sometimes. What do you mean? These origin stories of like, oh yeah, you know, I I ain't had shit, but she saw it in me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you gotta be very wary of those because it just become, before you know it, it's like I'm with the person who supported me the most when I was down. Mm-hmm. So now now I feel like I owe them my love when I'm when I'm up. But it's like, had you been up when y'all met equally, when y'all met at the same time, would you? Would y'all have? Would have connected this way? Would y'all have originally connected? And that's how I be feeling about them. Like, you know. I think that to me that was always the oh that people fell in love with That Tia was already supporting him, mm-hmm. and he ain't had no money, but Tia ain't leave him even though she and was he, rich. Mm-hmm. Like that—that's mm-hmm. to me what people found to be the beauty of their relationship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But after that, I never saw. No more beauty after that.
0: Do you think because they kept the relationship private, or just saying like you?
1: You just don't. You know, it's not even a thing of like I don't gotta see every time y'all go on a family vacation or nothing. But like, like okay, even Sierra and Russell, they don't necessarily share their relationship like
0: that. that's true. But that's
1: when true. you see them together, you yeah. feel the adoration he has for you. Feel yeah. the adoration they have for each other. Yeah, you know, even quite escape Cardi and Offset. Like you know,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Cardi and Offset is Cardi and Offset, but you can still feel like. Oh, I see why I see, y'all see the attraction. That. I
0: see yeah. how y'all are compatible. Yeah. I, I, facts. Um, I wonder what the reason was. For me, um, just my own point of view, I feel like, I think obviously she was the one who um, initiated. initiated the divorce. Yeah. I think she got to a point where, like, I'm tired, I'm done, and I'm I'm unhappy. You see mm. what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to live. Like and I don't think it's conflict of schedules of acting because she been uh, yeah. in this shit since she was like what four three yeah. you know what I'm saying they were like child actors even before the system yeah they did been like child commercials and stuff mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so I think is it's just like she's unhappy he's not satisfying her he's yeah. not in tune with her because you know as women, we definitely do evolve mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and we get sometimes the, the actually the older you get the more you're like you know what um. I want something different. Or yes. maybe, like, it may not even be something different. It may be like, this is what I've always wanted, but now I have the strength. Now I have um, I have the strength, I have the dignity, I have the boldness, and I'm a com- comfortable space to stand for what I really and want. And I have my
1: children. Exactly. We don't talk enough about that as women. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I think that there's a lot of scapegoats that people give men as to how they end up settling.
2: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: oh, men are with women who they, who they were with when... Um, you know, they, they're ready to get married or yeah. so on and so forth. But I think women do the same thing in terms of when they're ready to have children. Like facts, a lot facts. of women, will, we do it a lot. Yeah, we do it like, more. Especially if you don't have no child, a child yet, mm-hmm. you'll stay with the man who's like, I can see us at least having a kid because I'm ready to have my baby yeah. soon. I don't want to have to start all over and look for a new man mm-hmm. and do all that to mm-hmm. have my baby. Mm-hmm. Let me just have a baby with the man that I know. Yeah, yeah. and then. You know, we'll see how it goes and if it don't work out, whoa, I have my baby. I'm now ready to date in the way I want to date.
0: And I think that success also changes people. Because yeah. when they met, he wasn't successful. Uh, so now he's more successful. You know, he does I mean, I don't really see a lot of stuff he I, I see him here, here and there, but I feel like he does more of those like low budget movies. He sure do. You know what I'm saying? That be that they shoot it in Canada and stuff. It's like you probably see it on Free V or Peacock.
1: Ooh, she giving two B.
0: Yeah, no, really, though. And and there may be decent movies, but he's not. And if he's on a major, like, blockbuster movie, he's probably there
1: for, like, 10 minutes. He gonna always play the gangster.
0: Yeah, or, like, some soldier on the side. mm -hmm. Or, like, you know, he's just giving an appearance. You know? And, you know, he probably did change, or she changed, you know, whatever. Yeah, it
1: also just seems like Tia is finally ready to step into her, her, glow. her black Hollywood royalty. Yes. And it's like, nigga, step in my sunlight or be gone.
0: Period, period. And he probably is deeming her. Yeah. Period. He
1: not there with her yet. Yeah. But then, okay. So the next relationship that kind of was shocking in a way was the ending of Cynthia Bailey and Mike Hill of Chill. Oh my God, Chill! Hashtag Chill, Chill Melts. I beg shame
0: on them. (laughs) I'm sorry to say, shame on them. I get it. Marriage is hard. I am not married, okay. But that's his fourth marriage. Yeah. Because he's been married three times. Mm-hmm. This is her second marriage. Yeah. And then y'all are in your 50s. Yeah. So she, I feel like certain nonsense is like, okay, now I'm not saying you should settle for less, but I feel like y'all marrying each other as, because she's already 53 when they yeah. got married. So y'all made sure that at that age. You should know, like, okay, we experienced this before. I'm, we're going to do something, certain things yeah. different. You should not have rushed in marriage now. Y'all could have just remained as she, partners. She
1: rushed. The way she
0: was doing this COVID marriage, oh
2: my God! COVID took away my marriage, she whatever. She
1: watched that marriage so much. She didn't know that man before she started pressing him to marry her. Was she the one who pressed it? Yes, Mike was not ready to. She was saying it every other day. Oh, I'm ready for engagement. If we was to be. Oh married, really? Y'all, gee, we was oh, just, we just. Maybe I rushed. didn't watch that. Um, oh, you ain't get up. Yeah. There? Boy, she was, oh, yeah, you know, we married. Oh, how would I look at the wedding dress? Mm-hmm, so, but, like, she was mm-hmm, pressing mm-hmm, the guy. Yeah. So it was just kind of like, it was a point where everybody was like, Cynthia, it's thirsty. Let the man propose. And then he lived
0: in Cali. So I know she moved, but her life and business is still in ATL. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So that may have played a role. But they are married for two, three years? you not yeah. even hit
1: year five. And it's like, how long was their actual courting relationship? Okay. So, sorry, I mean... It's unfortunate, but also, as you said, shame on them because it's like, y'all really, if you like Cynthia to me, doesn't give off that she wants to be married like that to me. Cynthia is not a marriage type.
0: And you know, there are people who are like that too. And I think it's okay to admit, as a woman or a man, to know that, you know what, I'm not that marriage type. But what also the conversation is for me is that what makes you not the marriage type? So are you not, are you, are you that like, okay, I could have a partner? Forever, like we could yeah. have, like, we could be life partners. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But is it the signing of the paper that makes it too much for you? Like, what is it that makes you not the marriage type? Because in that case, then I don't see you having like a long term relationship. You probably one that, like, you know, yes. you have maybe oh you one year of this here and there and back and forth, whatever. Like, what exactly? You know
1: what, I, what I'm saying? I don't think Cynthia has compromise or mm. um, forgiveness in her. Because the thing is, I hate to say it like this, too, but I think a lot of time when women are in a relationship, we almost go into a relationship knowing that at some point, especially as you get deeper into your relationship, your man going to do something.
0: Yeah. You know what I and mean? It doesn't have to be cheating. It don't always have to be cheating. It, it's
1: going to be something that's like... Y'all going
0: to go through some shit.
1: Y'all going to go through something. And I think that Cynthia is the type of person at the first time she's up and she out. freaks out yeah she freaks out she does have perseverance she don't that's what she has no person she cannot with a partner push yeah. through anything with a partner like the, at the first minute that it's not roses with her relationship it seems that cynthia is ready to be like Flight. well this relationship ain't sorry for me and yeah that, which is like at that age at that level of life it's like that's not always the best thing because like before you know it who are you with, Who are you willing to go You gonna be life alone with? because yeah. even when you
0: think about it, back to Real Housewives, she's been engaged three times. Mm-hmm. She said she's been been proposed to multiple times. She's another jailer. And then she's she's like a runaway bride. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like she's been proposed to multiple times, but she never follow up with it. Yeah. Peter was the first one She really followed up followed up with But then You know Even with the divorce Peter was crying like Damn you gave up first You yeah. gave up quickly Like yes We're going through A financial struggle With but the business Whatever Cause she was like This is not the life And dream That we discussed This is not what I moved yeah.
2: to Atlanta to for And
0: it's like Yes it happens Where like Whether it's financial struggle Whatever it's Emotional Mentally um, whatever it is type of struggle, it's bound to happen because we're human beings. Yeah. And this is like, when that happens for you, you want someone to be there for you. Your okay. struggle may not be financial, but it may be something else. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I thought they were a good match. Quite I frankly, I thought, I thought they were going to make it. They blended well. Their kids liked each other. Yeah. Even um, her daughter was living with him in the house even while she was doing ATL. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? With his daughters. So it's just like...
1: And she need to be mindful of that with Noel Because... Mm-hmm you know what i'm saying what you're you up? you expose because what you're gonna men. end up making her feel too comfortable with is just being in the space of people
0: different people of uh, different mm-hmm. people that's
1: how mm-hmm. before you know it, she gonna date somebody and quote unquote create her own family be living all up in them people they space because yeah. she don't have that idea of like this is mine this is my nuclear mm-hmm. so this is my mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. so even now that it's like Girl, your daughter was living with your You know what I mean? Not that it can't happen, but it's like from where to where.
0: Yeah. I'm so glad that Noel has a decent father.
1: Yeah, Leon.
0: Leon, yeah.
1: What's his other name? uh, Ruffin. David Ruffin. (laughs) Ruffin. (laughs) I think people are saying that she should spin the block on Leon. I do think that they they, they have a a compatibility too. But I feel like...
0: He ain't no nonsense type of man, and he mm-hmm. ain't got time for Cynthia's bullshit. Yeah. Cynthia is about bullshit. Yeah,
1: she wishy washy. Cynthia's, Cynthia's wishy washy is a person.
0: Yeah, she wishy washy.
1: And even because I never forget when she broke up with Peter, and Noel was mad. Like we didn't discuss this. So like man. we, ain't, you, ain't, you just thought I wasn't gonna notice that a man we've been living with for ten years—since she was eight—don't don't live here no more. Like, you just weren't going to say nothing. And Cynthia, I just didn't know what to say. And Cynthia is just, she's too dull for my liking. Yeah. She's too dull.
0: Yeah. uh -uh. Shame on them. But I want to talk about um, Tom Brady. Because he as well, um, him and his wife, they're also divorcing. Yes. And she, basically he's, and I feel like obviously the root cause of that is because he fails to retire. Yes. Even though he said he was going to retire, he's not retiring anymore,
1: he needs to just go ahead and let it go because at this rate, at this age, you really given up your whole family over some football.
0: You think he's being selfish?
1: Yes, I, I a thousand percent think he's being selfish because
0: I did see somewhere where um, Giselle is her name, right? And yeah, she Giselle was like, Butchinen. um, she was like, yeah, like this is her time, her turn to like focus to on try, her career yeah. and stuff because she was a Victoria's Secret model. She was the Victoria's Secret model, okay? And then obviously, t- paused. Yeah. yeah, wife, kids family, whatever, whatever. And it's like, okay, you've been doing for... And recently he had an interview saying... Yeah, retirement not in my future anytime soon. Which
1: is horrible because you could tell that that was their agreement for him yeah, to retire. Yeah, at a certain point, at a certain age, yeah. yeah. I, I just definitely think it's just kind of like selfish because it's not like you're not well-decorated. It'd even be different if he was chasing something. Right, you know, like, right. Oh, in all his career, he's never won a Super Bowl, so he's still trying to get... How baby, many rings does he baby, have? Baby, he got the most one. He got like eight Five, six? Eight is that rings, like eight? Come like on now. Eight Super Bowl rings. It's like one of the most decorated football players Like Tom Brady This is just selfish That's what men be doing It's definitely ego It definitely is It's It's ego
0: But it's like What are you trying to prove You know And I think men They really do get it confused As to what is important What's most important And what partnership
1: means What partnership partnership means. Because I think a lot of men, sometimes they get a wife and think that the wife is like an addition to the life that they want to live. It's like, I got a wife so that I can have somebody to start a family and take care of my family, hold me down. They don't think that I gained a partner in life. And part of that partnership is me succumbing to them.
0: And I think they also... A lot of times when men do marry their girlfriends, it's like once they become a wife, they devalue them. Yes. Because it's like, okay, now you're a wife. You're my puppet. Yeah. You're below me. I'm the man in control. You do what I say. Like, your value has decreased. I don't have to do anything anymore. I don't have to chase you. I don't have to date you. I don't have to satisfy you. I don't have to support you. I don't have to be a partner. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you're devaluing her. I can't imagine how she feels. Like, we had an agreement. You know what I mean? And then, You've been doing this shit for years. You're successful. It's not like, oh, you're trying to build a business and it's like okay, it's taking time. You are successful. And don't forget, she was somebody before you married her. She was it wasn't like somebody. he made her.
1: He didn't make her. In fact, he took away from her. Short sure because who, because, because he short sure because who would Giselle be today, right? If she got to continue with her career, mm. do we not think that Giselle might have spun off and got her own lingerie line by now? As yes. all the other she might have her own perfumes she might have her own beauty brand, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Where she's able to still be home, at home and be a mom and all of that, but she has a brand that carries her,
0: yeah. So yeah. it's
1: like for you, your career takes all of your physicality, you have to be in the field, and that's the thing, too. It was like at this rate, you ain't even think of you I think the disappointing part is you didn't even think of how to transition your life outside of this and for us.
0: Besides, you know, when the season on, off season practice also takes time. So you, you gonna wait till you you bust your head, you get a super back on caution. Exactly. Or you 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 break your leg, and then you're gonna be like all right, let me be at home. But now my wife got to cater and take uh, care exactly. of me. Nah, that's what men be doing. Yes. They be waiting till like, they're super old, you know, they're messed up, fucked up. They can't take care of the stuff anymore. And then the wife will be, like, the caretaker. You got me messed that's up. That's when they
1: want somebody. It's
0: like, get now, Sorry, you missed it. You but messed it up.
1: CT don't catch your ass. You
0: better hire a caretaker. That's what you need to okay. do. Um, but it's crazy with all these divorces. You know, for me... Cause you know, it, in a way, it is scary. Cause you're just like, damn, people are getting divorced. Like I, you know, I hear that marriage is hard, and I, and I get it. You know what I'm saying? Cause two different individuals come mm-hmm. from two different worlds, um, backgrounds. You guys are coming together to create a life together. Um, but for me, what I try to do is, you know, I try. I make sure I look at those who have successful relationships, and successful relationship doesn't mean you didn't go through failures. I recently yeah. watch um the. Interview um, Oprah had with Vala Davis oh, okay. on Netflix. Pretty good. It was short and good. And she talked talked about her husband. Um, he was an ex-football player and stuff. And she literally prayed for the type of man that she wanted. Mm-hmm. She wanted a man who was an athlete, who was yeah. into the arts and media, who already had kids, so she wasn't going to be pressured. A tall, big black man yeah, and stuff.
1: all of that. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm just
0: like. Okay. And she did mention that like, we went through a lot. Even Angela Bassett and her husband we, and Courtney, I forgot why. Yeah, they recently celebrated their um, um, anniversary of, what, 20-something years? I mean, 25 years. And they did talk about we've gone through all our failures. We've gone through, you know, a lot of downtimes and stuff. But we made it to here because we want to, because we're both dedicated. And that's yeah. what relationship is about, marriage. I don't think it's an easy thing, but... If y'all really truly put God, because you have to put God in your relationship, and you're both, it doesn't just take one person, okay? Mm-hmm. Both willing to fight for it, I think it's doable. I you know what I mean? It
1: definitely makes you really think, like, what defines a successful relationship? Because mm. I always tell people, you know, I'm always want to say, like, I think as women, we find all these ways to shame each other. And, you know, our relationship politics is, is a way we shame each other. And it's like there's a lot of things that, like, women may do in a relationship where it's like it's only stupid if the relationship don't work out. Because there's so much shit that women do that we all go on and say, oh, my God, that was so cute. They was in the struggle together. Yeah, yeah. But if it didn't work out, then we would call that woman stupid. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it really makes you think, like, what's the definition of a successful relationship? What is
0: your definition of a successful relationship? Um,
1: I think, to me, a successful relationship is when I found somebody that is equally yoked in me, mm-hmm. that is my partner and uplifts me in every way. Yeah. Um, and somebody that can grow with, yeah. if one, the minute we stop growing together, the relationship to me has become unsuccessful.
0: Absolutely, yeah, yeah, I agree too. Where both partners are dedicated to each other, absolutely. Where, because for me, I what I define as true love is when both partners. Feel that same way. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because when it's just one partner, it's like, it doesn't mean you don't feel that true love. But when the other person doesn't feel, feel it, then it takes away from it. You know what I'm saying? It just, it just, it really takes two to tango.
1: It does. Because I think I see so many relationships in which the relationship is um, men are making plans for themselves Gee. and then incorporate, like, oh, and then my wife could do this while I'm doing this. Absolutely, But I want somebody that thinks of the we in their plan. It's a we. And, you
0: know, we doesn't mean that you can't think of yourself as an individual. Yes. It doesn't take away from your individualism, yes. you know, to say. But when you say you want to be in a marriage, you have to think... As a unit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, as a wife, I'm going to let you achieve certain things you want to achieve by yourself. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But you also have to have in a background that whatever you want to achieve by yourself, yeah, it could be solely you. Exactly. But parts of it is still going to involve me and the family. You know what I'm saying? Of course. Like, whatever you want to achieve by yourself, make sure it's not detrimental to the family as a whole. Like don't, like,
1: don't chase a job in another state without asking me how that affects me.
0: Yeah, and how is it going to benefit the family? Yeah. You know, if it's not going to benefit the family, yeah. you know, like, come on now.
1: Like, everything. Like, are we going to find schools that's just as good as this school? And, are, it, you know, and compromising that- doesn't have to be bad. I know
0: compromising is tough. Yeah. But, like, if you have a partner where you guys understand and speak the same language... It's doable, so yeah. I think it's like the foundation is definitely important. You have to find a partner that makes sense. But um, for me, you know, I just try to remain uplifted. I watch Black Love documentary all the time. I
1: know. I don't know show. if you peep
0: the the you know on TikTok they're like or oh, everyone on Instagram they're like oh is there like a Black Love documentary curse. Because quite a few of those couples who are on black love, Cynthia, ooh. you know what I'm saying, they have been divorced. True. It was Cynthia or some other couples, too. Maybe like two other couples, too. They're also divorced. It's like, uh, is this a curse? But it's like, I mean, shit happens. only three. You know what I'm saying? It, it happens. It got to be five for me to consider. Damn. I mean, but even if it's five, this you have way more who are still together. Together for 25, 30, 40 years. You
1: know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, ooh, child. I, I, I just think that, like... Quite frankly, even just this this uh, devotion, this focus that the black community has on love and mm-hmm. relationships, it's quite exhausting, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, obviously, we want to promote black life and black black love and black family structure, um, but I feel like we don't even concentrate on the family structure so much as we concentrate on the relationship aspect. Of Very true. It. It's like that's the important part. Like, not that. Relationships aren't important, but we want relationships that breed the family structure. I don't just Healthy want, family structure. Yeah, okay. I don't want just oh motherfuckers is dating so black love like yes. Go let love, date free to go dating privacy. When y'all have a family structure for me to idolize, then I will start engaging in you and idolizing you maybe. But all these like oh we together because all these people was just goals and they just over now.
0: Period. Period, which is why I don't highlight any anybody's relationship. I don't put anyone's relationship with them on my head like, oh, my God, give me a relationship like them. No, because you don't know what they're going through behind closed doors. I was just talking with a client um, and we were just talking about, you know, having a child out of wedlock, you uh-huh. know, and we're both African and how what that impact is and just how it's like, you know what? You have to wait on your time. Everyone's journey is different. You know what I'm saying? You see everyone on social media getting married. Everyone is doing the whole Astrid B Bella Night job, you know, on those blogs, and you
1: like, you don't know what they're going through behind closed doors. Sure don't. She get her ass whooped. You know that? You never know. Oh, they're broke as fuck. You don't know that? Or oh, they families pressured them to get married. Yes, they ready absolutely. Yeah.
0: And, and you know, my client was telling me she, you know, she knows someone that like. They're getting their ass beat. Damn. Like, beat on a regular. Like, serious beating. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, it happens. So now I'm like, let me w- be watchful of like what I say. Like, oh my God, they're they on Instagram and they're getting married. It's a beautiful Nigerian wedding. Like, ah. And it's like, no. I want what's mine and my yes, time. I it may mine. be hard to wait. Because waiting is the hardest part. Because you're just like, damn, time is ticking. What's going on? But God's time is the best time. Like, everyone's sure journey is. is different. And I'd rather wait you know what I'm saying? And get married at the right time, than to like rush get married now and get divorced.
1: Okay, like I rather get married at 33 and know that me and my husband gonna be together forever for the rest of our life. I don't want to get divorced. Then me get married at 27 and be divorced by 32. Oh
0: like, exactly. I'll be divorced by 40. Okay. Because imagine you're 40 now. You back in the game. You gotta damn. start dark dating again. It's That's like
1: horrible.
0: Too. Damn. Now you're like, okay, let me look a certain way. Let me act a certain way. Like you know uh, what i mean how do you get back into the field in that way like anyway that's that but hopefully people get it together relationship wise okay. y'all stick in there if you're in a relationship be patient now of course if it's some crazy demonic toxic shit leave okay, okay leave now but if it's something that you could you know that could be worked through you could work through it out okay. you could work through it you know what i'm saying you could work through it
1: I think that's the hot topics that we I have. So I think that's it for hot topics today. Y'all feel free to DM us and tell us if it's something that we should be talking about and we miss the beat. Yes. Come on, DM How, us. Yeah. Engage with us. Y'all follow us on social media. Slide in the DM every so often and tell us something. Okay. We we, we recognize feedback. We receive it. Listen. If it's positive. <laughs> <laughs> All right, girl. Let's go to our favorite
0: segment, which is our Alodo of
1: the Week a lodo. somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. Lodo rabata, woo!
0: Goof-ass. All right, so our Lodo base of the week is it actually two young ladies, two young ladies from Mississippi. Um, they went viral on TikTok for twerking in a cotton Field. Mm. i don't even know what to say after that a uh, mississippi woman is ranking up views after shooting a tiktok video twerking in a cotton field while her friend made cotton rain on her most people who participated in this twerk challenge shot their video at home i guess it's a, a twerk challenge going on so others did theirs at home on the streets in the school even at a hair salon But none did something as outrageous and out of the box as this. I feel like this is ridiculous.
1: This is what we mean by we cannot unite on what is offensive to us to cancel people. This is where the Jews be beating us every day. Okay,
0: because I I guess, um, first of all, people thought that it was like a green screen thing. Like, they're not actually at a plantation. No, they're not. But after looking carefully, this is embarrassing because as black people, how do we expect other races to take it seriously. How? Right. We are complaining. We're we, we are saying we we you know no, no to racism. Black people are treated this way. Let's get what's the thing that we want to get back? Um what's yeah. the word for it? You know what I'm talking it about. begin with the R. Okay. Reparations. 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 You know what I'm saying? Uh but we we going You know what? It's an expensive joke. Yeah. I'm actually quite insulted, quite frankly. I, I, I feel like I'm really insulted because I imagine Were your great-great-grandfathers. Yeah. Your ancestors were slaves and beaten. Yeah. And you go to that. that same field to shake your fucking ass for a TikTok video, for a twerk challenge. Yeah. As a Nigerian, I hope the gods and sisters curse her ass out. Not curse both. No, be- all of the Oshun Ogun, Eshu, all of them place a curse on her ass because that's Damn. what I would do. No, because it's certain things. That you know, as Africans, shit. we know that it's certain things that we don't play with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, for me, as a Christian, as an African, um, I believe that I believe in spirituality. And when I say yeah. spirituality, not this or oh, everything, people be saying, I'm spiritual. People, nowadays, you know, we're in this age where people say they're spiritual and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But spiritual in the sense that it's not just regular realm. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's different. You have to be very careful. Yeah. So for you to do that, it has not just a physical impact but a spiritual impact a global impact a community impact a racial impact yeah you go shake your fucking ass with motherfuckers with slaves and beating
1: and died and shit it just demeans the whole thing that's what i'm saying it's like if we as a race can't decide what's too far what's like what is a no, no you cannot cross that line for us then how can we police when other people do it okay because if, if this was a white Couple of white kids, white girls doing this, black Twitter would be outraged. It's like we cannot have outrage when our own people is doing the same. It's ridiculous, it makes us look foolish, and that's why we're calling it Olodo very much your Lodo.
2: Very much your
0: Lodo. Mm -mm.
1: On the flip side of that, let's talk about our care for the culture. Our care for the culture this week goes to Valencia Vasquez. Otherwise known as Lala. I bet y'all ain't know Lala. <laughs> <laughs> so um, recently there was a, um, there was like a give it back to the brothers and sisters at Rikers Island. It's mostly brothers at um, Rikers Island. And what Lala did is Lala was very notable And um, what she did is she highlights incredible work by helping them build their self-esteem and confidence as they need to re-enter society. She spent up to 20 hours a week inside Rikers mentoring and caring about young incarcerated individuals. Wow. Um, And to the point where the um, warden, he was even like, I've never seen somebody work with these people before. And we just really wanted to highlight that for Lala too, especially like, I think a lot of time when we think of doing good work. Sometimes we think it comes with a bunch of money or a bunch of giveaways or something very brave and gallant. But sometimes it's just as simple as um, being there, showing mm. up, and, and being somebody to to show support. Because as we know, the recidivism rate of um, incarcerated individuals is very high. Yes. Um, recidivism being when people are let out into the society, they end up back into prison because... You know they can't assimilate to the real world and what is happening outside. So for Lala and her influence and her power to take the time to do that, we shout you out, Lala girl. Okay.
0: That is important because I really can't imagine if you know you've been locked up for years because you know you are in a time still for you know mm-hmm. for lack of better words like. It remains the same, but you come out, everything is different. Hell
2: yeah! You know what I'm
0: saying, and that leads to depression. That leads to mental health illness. That leads them going back to jail because a lot of people go back to jail because it's a safe space. Yeah, because they don't know how to navigate this real world, the technology, of this world. the system, you know, occupation, whatever it is. It's like I don't fit in anymore. You know what I'm saying? But so I've navigated the jailhouse. Okay, I might as well go back to because I know that's gonna that house. You know what I'm saying? Is gonna be there. That bed is gonna be there. That fucked up food is gonna be there. Okay. For Okay. So I think it's, it's it's amazing that she's doing that, quite frankly. Uh, um, yes, so um, but that's pretty much it. Y'all um definitely follow us on social media, comment yeah. on social media, DM us, let us know what you want to listen to, what you want to hear. Um, you know, just bear with us. Continue to share the podcast with everybody, your mama, your sister. You know, we've been doing this for three years, going on four. Okay. okay? I'm sure y'all want to see us on TV. You want us to go on tour, and we need your support, y'all.
1: We do, and again, just, you know, we know that, you know, we ain't been as consistent as we usually be. Mm -hmm. Um, But again, you all, y'all are growing with us. I
0: was going to say, y'all give us the grace now. Like, y'all be calling off work. It's the same shit, too. I mean, we need mental health days. We need sick days. We need PTO days. We need car fucked up days. Like, you know, this is our job, too. This is not something we do for leisure or recreation. You know, like, this is. This is our our job. This yes. is our career too. Um. So I'm sorry. I don't feel bad as you do. Damn. <laughs> I don't. I'm not sure that so I'm dedicated. not passionate, but or dedicated. But it's like I know that we've put in the work. You know what I'm saying? I know that we we have the resume. You know, like we have the portfolio for. You know what I mean? Like yeah. no, we come on now. So if I'm having an off day, like I want to take a break and I don't feel like talking. Not saying I don't appreciate y'all. We do appreciate y'all, but come on.
1: It be like that sometimes, Please. but y'all know, as always, the way we end episodes. I have a quote for the day. Oh, yeah, yeah that's where I was we end, Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going oh, this is course culture. No, I was like, you know, as we end episodes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, my quote is very simple. Relating to our logo of the week, it says, To forget one's ancestor is to be a book without a source, a tree without a root. Let's remember where we come from. You know, as Nigerians, we always say, remember that house where you came from. Remember yes. the family you come from. Remember the child that of you are. are. Yes. Okay. That's very important. You know what I'm saying? Um, so thank you all for tuning in. This is Cross Culture. I'm
1: a little girl who is a dumbass, stupid, you comfortable, with dumbass. Oh, Lord, oh, right back. Woo! Goose-ass.
0: Hey, it is Erica Kimona. It's
1: Damiel. And this is Cross
0: Culture. Do you know how we like
2: to start?